Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast once again. Thank you for giving me your time and your earbuds to listen to our podcast episode. Hopefully, we have been able to serve you well. Don't forget at the end of the podcast to give us a rating, give us a review, and also get in contact with me or put inside the review what you would like for us to talk about in our future episodes. We are here to serve you, but we can serve you better when you tell us what you need. So for today's podcast episode, I label it as don't start your business because you hate your day job. Why do I want to talk about this? Because if you think that is easier or the grass is greener, when you start your own business compared to doing your day job, you are absolutely wrong. <laughs> I'm so sorry to burst your bubble, but that's the reality. For your day job, you clock in, you clock out, you get a paycheck, right? Some of you, in fact, I would say majority of you will get a health insurance, correct? And depending on your position, in your day job, I would say most of you would be either entry-level, mid-level, maybe some of you executive level. You have instructions or assignments or tasks that you need to do. And many times, hopefully, you are given a uh, set of instructions on how to do that task. So you don't really have to figure things out. And if you were asked to do things that is not inside your job scope, you actually have the opportunity to tell your superior that this is not inside my job scope, right? Or if you don't have the opportunity, you will have to do it, unfortunately, but at least you are guaranteed a paycheck, right? As long as you show up for work, you're guaranteed a, a paycheck. So you are thinking that I hate my day job because I don't like my boss, because I'm not being paid enough, and uh, I don't like what I do, and I don't like the environment, I don't like the colleagues, my colleagues, I don't like this job itself. Whatever I do is just a paycheck. It doesn't fuel my passion, doesn't fuel my life. That's what you're thinking, right? That's why you want to start a business, correct? You want to start a business. So you're thinking that I want to escape from this reality and go create my own reality, doing what I love, right? A lot of times it's doing what I love or if I start my own business, I can have financial freedom and I can have um, time freedom. So those are the main motivators when people want to start their business, okay? So there are a lot of things that I want to caution you. The reason why I am 
sharing this information in this episode is not because that I am a negative person or I'm a Debbie Downer. I'm a super realistic person with a super uh, optimistic outlook for life. So I have a very realistic outlook of life. All right, very realistic. But I also allow myself to dream, to hope. Is it easy? Oh, they will always try to fight against each other. But I go into life, okay? I go into life or tackling anything with this strategy. This is what we call the laws of polarity, okay? You can be negative, but there's always going to be positive. So I don't think that I'm negative. I think that I'm realistic, but I'm also super positive. So when you want to start your business, I want you to ask yourself a few questions, okay? If you have given yourself the reasons why you want to start a business was because it's because the reasons that I just stated, right? Everything suck. <laughs> Paycheck suck, benefits suck, the people suck, the work suck, okay? But you're guaranteed a paycheck. At least you got, you're guaranteed a paycheck and you don't really have to figure out how to do things because you, you will be told what to do and you know exactly what you need to do. And there probably will be a set of instructions or guidelines on how to do it. Okay, but you may not enjoy doing it, but at least you know how to do it. In entrepreneurship world, all right, people fantasize that, oh, if I start my own business, I get, I get to do what I love. Absolutely. You get to execute your skills, your passion in delivering a certain product or a, um, or a service, right? If you're an event planner, you get to plan events. If you're an event designer, you get to design events. If you are a, you know, if you are a decorator, you get to decorate events. So you get to do what you love to do. But that doesn't just come when you start a business. You need to create the opportunity to have, you need to create the opportunity, aka book a client, okay, in order for you to be able to play, right? Like some of you say, oh, you are paid to play, paid to play. So you are being paid to do what you love to do. But if before you can do what you love to do, you have to be paid first. So in entrepreneurship world, basically, it's not as green as you thought it's going to be. Let's just compare. From your, in your corporate job, you show up, you get a paycheck, okay? You show up, get the work done, you get a paycheck. Entrepreneurship world, you show up, you get the job done, which is a CEO task, okay? Managing your finance, doing sales outreach, doing marketing, creating content, talk to potential client, okay? So you do all those work. That's now your day-to-day -day job. Owning a business is not just planning events. Planning events will only come once we book somebody. So you do your CEO job, like what I just said, managing your finance, you know, booking appointments, talking to potential clients, creating content on social media, attending networking events, going through quali um, talking to um, non-qualified clients and qualified clients, so on and so forth. Okay, building relationship, right? So you do all those. That's like going to work for you. Now it's your business. You're going to work for your business but you're not guaranteed a paycheck. Whereas in your corporate job, you're guaranteed a paycheck. A paycheck, even the job sucks, okay? You're guaranteed a paycheck. But in your business, you do all those work. You are never guaranteed a paycheck, okay? You're never guaranteed a paycheck. 
Another thing to highlight is in your corporate job, you show up, you get paid. In your own business, in your own business, you show up, you may not necessarily get paid. But if you don't show up at all to do your work, to do your job, to get the clients, you are guaranteed not to get paid. Whereas over here, when you are working a corporate job, you don't show up to do work, okay? You probably will be, you can use a sick day or a paid time off or vacation days. You still get paid. If you get layoff, depending on what's the reason of being laid off, you may even file for unemployment or furlough, disability insurance, you still get paid. Huh. In your in your own business, no, you don't show up, you don't eat, you don't get a you don't get a paycheck. Okay, so that's why I said that don't quit your day job. Don't quit. Don't start a business because you hate your day job. All right, your day job has its perks, perks that you may not think about when you're thinking to start your business, because for you everything sucks at your day job, and I'll tell you your business will feel like it's a, will give you a sucky feeling if you don't think that you're going to, if you are not making the type of money or have the time freedom that you initially envision that you will get when you start your business, okay? So when you start your own business, you need to start your own business not because you hate your day job. It has to be a different motivation. The motivation of lifestyle freedom is a great motivation, right? A great motivator. The motivation of wanting to have the potential to have limitless earning capability, that's a good motivation. So you don't want to earn a stable paycheck. So now the mindset switch is you are not ups, you're not angry that your day job is not paying you enough. That's why you start a business. Now the mindset shift is you are okay with the paycheck that your job is paying you, but you don't want to be kept of your earning potential. You see, big difference, okay? You don't want to be kept with your earning potential. You want to be able to earn as much money as you want. You don't want to be kept. Whereas in the day job, there will be a cap unless you have negotiated a contract where you are a salesperson that your earning potential has no limit, okay? So that. And then I also talk about if you're sick at your day job, you can use a sick pay, you still get paid. If you're sick at your, at your own business, you don't go work on your business, you will not get paid unless you have built a team, okay? You have built a team who can do the job for you. So now you have to build a team, right? So, so that's the next level of complexity, okay? So you have to think, why do I want to start a business? That's because I don't want to have my earnings cap. That's because I want to have lifestyle freedom. That's because I want to do what I love to do. So those three motivators are great reasons, not because you hate your day job, okay? Now, how do you go about doing that? Don't hate your day job. Just know that your day job is helping to pay your bills while you're building a side hustle. So if you hate your day job so much and you quit your day job and then you go build your business and you have never started 
a business before, it's going to be a shock to you, especially when your financial risk appetite is very low. Because when you start seeing that you have to take up money from your savings to support paying yourself, as in like paying your bills, and no money is coming in, you are going to go into an anxiety mode. I know that because I went through that myself when I started M2 Hospitality, my event planning company. So you want to be able to evaluate why you're starting your business, number one. And then you also have to ask yourself a few questions if you can actually pull this off. So I'm going to share with you the four things that I always ask my clients before they decide to work with me inside our mentorship program, The Unstoppable Eventrepreneur. I ask them these questions, right? How do you deal with rejection? How do you deal with imposter syndrome? What is your relationship with money? And what's your level of self-belief? Why am I curious to find out where they are currently according to those four questions? Where are they now? The, very first, the first thing I mentioned is how do you handle rejection? Okay. If they tell me that, oh, I don't like to be rejected. Okay. I, I take it very personal when I'm rejected. So I make them aware that this is how they react when they get rejected. So now they're fully aware that they become a little, they become a little psychotic, okay, <laughs> when they get rejected. So now I will highlight that particular trait. If you or person that or or um reaction, okay, that they get when they get react reacted um rejected. So I will tell them that if you don't like rejection, entrepreneurship will be a challenge for you because you will get rejected all the time. Not everybody will want to buy what you think is the best product in the world or when you think that you are the best planner or designer in the world, why would they say no to you? You get you will feel you will feel that this is a personal attack. You don't understand why they don't buy from you. Okay? And then if you are afraid of being rejected, then you will hesitate to talk about your business. You will hesitate to promote about your business because you are afraid of what other people will think about you, their opinions about what you have to share. So if you are afraid of rejection, then it will hinder you from moving forward, from marketing your business, from not being in an objective mind when you are trying to analyze why people say no to you, okay? And immediately you take it very personal. They say that, well, it's their loss. Okay, how can they not, not hire me? Okay, let's move on. So you never really look over your or audit your process and your process and your procedures and your progress to have a come to Jesus moment with yourself, okay? Like, oh, they, 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 they say no to me. It's not because they don't like me, but it's because I'm not really fulfilling their vision. They don't see that I'm able to fulfill their vision or we are just, our energy just don't vibe. So you take things too personal. So when you take things too personal, you, you only see red. When you see red, you don't see green. That means green is money, okay? You only see red. So red is no money in the bank. So we don't want that. And also when you're afraid of, being rejected, you become a people pleaser. People pleaser will lead to two things. Number one, in a sales conversation, 
you will always say yes. That means they ask you to give you a discount. Ask them, they ask you to give them a discount. You say yes because you don't want to you don't want to make them upset. Or they ask you to do a little bit more. You will say yes because you don't want to make them upset. You are afraid of people giving you a bad review. People talk bad about your brand. So that could be one. And then you also may not be able to set boundaries. So because you're going to say yes to every single person who asks you for help. Where even when you are at uh, lim- have limited resource in terms of funds and in terms of time, so you are thinking that, okay, I'm going to use this time to start working on building my business or doing some marketing campaign or going on social media, working on my social media content calendar or go to network networking event. Then somebody says, hey, listen, I need you to help me to go do this or do that. And you don't want to get on the wrong side of this person or you don't want this person to say that, well, now you, you own a business, you're high and mighty, so you can't help me anymore. You used to help me, now you are a changed person. So you now become afraid that they will not accept you. You fear rejection, so you will say yes all the time. So that also means that you will have less time to build your business. Hence, your business will not grow as fast as you like. Okay, so that's one thing. Another thing is, do you have a self-belief? Do you truly believe that you can do this? If you don't believe that you are a confident person, then there may be a problem when it comes to building your business because every single thing that you have to do for your business, especially when it's a new strategy or something that you've never done before, then you will hesitate because you don't know whether first people will like you, so fear of rejection, or you don't know whether you can actually get through this, that you can actually pull this off. So you doubt every single thought process. You doubt every single action that you take. You don't dare to go all in because you are already condemning yourself that I'm going to fail. Okay? That's also another thing to think about. And then, imposter syndrome. Are you always comparing yourself to other people's progress? How do you feel when people do better than you? How do you feel when you are trying to share content or let people know about your business, do you feel this imposter syndrome is very often related to self-confidence, okay? Do you feel that you are legit, all right? So when a potential client comes to you, do you immediately feel that, no, I may not be, I may not be able to fulfill what they asked me to do. So you have this imposter syndrome that I'm a fake. I, I, I really am not who I say I am. I'm really not that good compared to other people. So that's also another trait for you to look out for. And the last but not least is the relationship with money. How's your relationship with money? Do you manage your money well? If you don't manage your money well, when you have a day job, okay, you are always spending more than you make, okay? That's a problem because in the business, you will not be able to have a working capital to tide you through very dry months. So whatever money comes in, wherever you book a client, you start spending those money either on you personally to pay your bills or you splurge on shopping or you start buying things or investing in your business but not knowing your financials that, okay, I cannot invest right now because I need this money to pay for the business bills or my personal bills for the next two months because the next two months doesn't show any bookings coming in. So you are bad with money right? Your relationship, you you are bad with money management. So you need to be aware of that when you go into business. How are you going to change so that you don't fall into a situation that you have, you go into debt, all right? 
and then your relationship with money. If you have this scarcity mindset that that um money is not enough, I will just take on whatever money, whatever money that comes to me. There are good business and bad business. Okay. If you have this money mindset, relationship with money, where you're afraid that money will never come. So when it comes, I better grab hold of it. That means even if this lead is very bad, you know that you should be charging more and then you quote them your fee and then they try to nickel and dime you and you see that, oh, I don't have any events or bookings for the next two months. I better take this lead. That means you will be overworked and you probably is underpricing yourself. So you have a scarcity mindset about money. And also, if you have a bad relationship with money, that means also a scarcity mindset. You're always thinking that money is not enough. Money will never come in fast enough. Then you'll be afraid to invest in your business and invest in yourself. So your business will stay stagnant. So you will do everything that, that to avoid spending money. And that is going to, to stunt your growth in your business. So now, I have given you four things to evaluate, right? The fear of how is how do you handle fear of rejection? The or how do you handle rejection? How do you how do you measure yourself in terms of self-belief? How do you deal with imposter syndrome? And how do you manage your money, your relationship with money? So these are the four homework that you should be doing before you decide to quit your day job, okay? Because you hate your day job and to start a business. Now, the good thing is if you currently are not at a level that is going to help you in terms of your business because you 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 really have a big fear of rejection you suffer from imposter syndrome you manage your bad your funds very badly and you have no self-belief that doesn't mean that you're stuck there forever you can grow these are skills that you can develop you're not born with or without you develop those skills you can always better improve yourself so I want you to know that if you evaluate, you now you're fully aware where you are. That's my objective to get you to be fully aware where you are. And then you evaluate yourself where you are at each level. Now you go into business because you love building business, not because you're trying to escape from your day job. You know that you want to build a business for freedom, lifestyle, and also, you know, lifestyle freedom and financial freedom. And also to really do what you love every single day. So it doesn't feel like work. Then you can, you know where you can, what you need to focus on those four areas so you can become better, right? Better human being, better leader, and a better business person. So before you quit your day job because you hate your day job to think, and then you think that, Owning a business is going to be the be all and all, the best solution, the silver bullet to, to a lifestyle that you desired. No, it is not. There are a lot more things that you have to consider. Okay? There's a lot more things you need to know in order to decide is entrepreneurship for me. However, I do want to say that if you are unsure if entrepreneurship is for you and you have been thinking about it, I would say give it a shot, okay? Don't quit your day job. At least you still have money coming in. But give it a shot so you have a taste of what it feels like to build your business, okay? What it feels like to be a CEO of the company. Being a CEO of a company is not just a labor. There's actually a lot of work involved. So get yourself 
acquainted with all those responsibility as a business owner while you still have your day job. So do not quit your day job because you hate it to start a business. Thank your day job for being able to pay the bills and giving you the liberty, the freedom to be able to build your side hustle and let you experience what it feels like to be a business owner without having to worry about when is the next paycheck coming in, okay? Now, if you are thinking to start your business in event planning, in event designing, event decorating, we have our next workshop coming up. That will be our last workshop for the year. It's going to be on October 25th and 26th, which is a Wednesday and Thursday. And we will have orientation on the 24th. The theme for this workshop is CEO Business Audit Masterclass. So in short, CEO BAM, okay? This CEO BAM is happening October 25th, 26th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time Zone. And I call it a masterclass this time around because the things that we're going to cover is super CEO-y. <laughs> super CEO-y. Isn't that funny? So I just make my own words. So it's very CEO-focused, okay? Calling a CEO could be a little glam, but I just call it a business, a business owner responsibility. So the things that we will be, the things that we will be covering includes these items, which I'm going to read off to you. And also know that because it's the last event for the year, I will also, these topics are geared towards to really paying attention to what has happened the entire year. So you know what you need to do next year. Okay. So we will be covering how to measure the effectiveness of your marketing efforts, marketing outreach, okay? So you know where to spend your time and marketing dollar, all right? How to measure the effectiveness of your marketing outreach so you know where to spend your effort and time and your marketing dollar in 2024. We will also be covering how to track your sales conversion rate so you know what tweak you need to make to your sales consultation conversation, okay? How to track your sales conversion rate so you know what to tweak in your sales conversion or sales consultation process, okay? And another thing that we'll be covering is, do you know how to evaluate whether a lead is a good lead so you're not book busy and broke? So basically, every time you get a lead, do you know how to calculate whether should I take this booking or not? So I am not book busy and broke, but instead, this is a good lead. It's worth my time to do it. And yes, I'm going to book it. So I will be talking about that as well. And do you know how to evaluate or how to calculate your return on investment for each event that you had done previously? Do you know how to calculate the return on investment for each event that you had done previously? So you know how to manage your resources, such as your time and your money. Return on investment always hinge on two things. After doing this event, okay? After doing this event, is it a good investment on my time? And is it a good investment for my business? Okay, investment of your time to do this event and is the return, is the return able to justify that I am investing this time? to do this event. So every time you calculate the return of investment 
for every event that you have done, you need to take your profit, okay? And then divide by the number of hours that you have that you have done. And then you will know, oh, okay, I have made this much money every single hour and this I'm happy with this number. Then that's a good return on investment. So we'll be talking about that. And the last thing that we'll be talking about is do you know how to track your financial and sales projection? So you know how many events you need to book in what period of time so you can hit your financial goal. This is one of the things that a lot of business owners, okay, event planners, event entrepreneurs, right? They struggle with when they're very busy, they just book, 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 all right? And they're not tracking how much, how many bookings more in order to hit their financial goal. They're not tracking the return on investment for each of these events book. Is it keeping you on track? to hit your financial goal. So they are just in the business, very busy and not looking at the numbers, not looking at the data. So for this masterclass, as you can tell, is a little different from the rest of my workshop. This one is very CEO geared. If you're thinking that, oh, I, but I don't have a business right now. Should I attend this masterclass? Absolutely. Because now I'm teaching you what you can expect to be working on your business, okay? What you, what you should be doing as a CEO of your business so you are not going blind into entrepreneurship thinking that, oh, entrepreneurship means that I get to do what I love to do, right? And then I get paid. No, it's not just that. All these things that, these five things that I just mentioned is going to help you build that opportunity, build the business so that you are indeed paid to play and you're able to hit your financial goal. So if you want to sign up for this workshop, make sure that you send me uh, either an email that you can see on my show notes, okay? Or you know how to find me on my social media. Every All my social media handles are on the show notes. So please reach out to me and tell me that you heard this workshop from the podcast episode and to sign you up, okay? So let me know. And I will be glad to sign you up. And this is a this is a paid workshop. That means there is a fee to attend this workshop. It's $37, but it comes with a mini course and also a one-on-one call with me to have a conversation with you prior to the workshop so you know which of these five things that you are lacking or you're not good at that you can be better at. And then I will give you some guidance So during the workshop, you know exactly what areas you need to focus on and how to implement immediately, okay? If this is what you want to do, make sure that you send me a DM, send me an email, and I will give you the link to sign up for this uh, CEO BAM or CEO Business Audit Masterclass happening on October 25th and 26th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time Zone. It will be done live inside Zoom. And we have orientation on October 24th. So thank you so much for your time today. Don't forget to give us a rating, a review. And also let me know what topics you would like me to cover in our future episodes. As I said, we are here to serve you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.